What's up, guys? It's time to go Behind the Bum. Like, I literally did that actually one time because one guy was like, do you care if we, like, get a whole bunch of chips and just do it? That's hilarious. I was like, if that's really how you feel right now. Um, okay, how do I say your last name, like, properly? Okafor. Okafor. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? I think so. Can you hear in your headphones good? Because I fucking can't. This is perfect, yeah. The mics get everything. They literally don't miss shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'll try to be conscious about that. What's up, guys? I'm here with my good friend, IG Okfor. Hi, Jeff. How do you feel, baby? I feel great. Are you ready for this? I think so. (laughs) So I want to talk shit about you for like (laughs) 0.2 seconds for the journey you just made me go on. Okay. So this isn't going to air till next week. But I'm doing a big party this weekend with Chappie at my house. So I was like, fuck, I'm going to wake up extra early, get this car just so I'm on time for IG today. My friend texts me at Spotify. He's like, hey, do you mind coming like 10 minutes early so I could set you up? Like, it would be ideal because I have to catch a train. So I was like, yeah, no problem. Guess who is not 10 minutes early? Me. (laughs) So I'm here like on time, which is fine. We hurried up. And then guess who's running late? IG. And guess who shows up without their wallet? IG. <laughs> so, <laughs> luckily, today, yeah. you look just like me, and we used my ID to get him into the World Trade Center building. Well, hopefully, now the girl doesn't get in trouble. <laughs> I know. Well, she has the gold tooth, so I don't think she cares about it too much right okay. now. Cool. I feel like you would pick a, a real veneer over the gold. Right? Maybe she's just stylish, and that's her perspective. Would you get a gold tooth? No. Okay. Just not. Well, you're the most stylish person I know, so it must not be that stylish. <laughs> They're different variations. <laughs> different species. Yeah, like that yeah. might be like um, a different kind of gender, maybe. Yeah. 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 Okay, so what we're going to talk to you guys today about is we want to dive into different cultural differences within the gay community that like we both have gone through from being a black man or a gay man or a white gay man. You ready for it? I'm ready for it. Let's do it. Okay. So have you ever like bent? Well, first off, do you even use grinder and all that shit? <laughs> let's just, let's just talk there. <laughs> I've used it. Yes. So if I pull it up right now, you're actively not on it. I'm not on it. Why? That means you have consistent dick. <laughs> That's <laughs> what that means. Well, no, 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 no. I think what it is is I think sometimes you get an urge to do what it is that you do on Grinder, mm-hmm. And for me, or should I say people like me, it's, well, I can do this every once in a while. I'm so busy. So when I get... A little time to myself where I'm not doing anything. It's like, that's what I go to. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't happen very often. So when it does, I'm on. When it's not, then I'm not on. <laughs> so you get off more to working than boys. Pretty much. Yeah. That's like <laughs> a fucking great quality no, seriously, to have. Yeah. I was having this conversation with one of my friends yesterday. And I'm like, I hope I don't end up just like single and alone because I haven't had uh, authentic, real experience with you know, that many individuals, but really, yeah, it's still, do you like, I don't know, like, I guess in the grand scheme of things, have you ever had a boyfriend or something long-term or someone that like 
once you were straight and then you decided to be gay, was there like a guy that made you be like, okay, I am gay? No. Really? <laughs> yeah. I think my first experience was just straight on into it. Uh, but so there was no hesitation, like trying out the girl thing? No, not really. That's impressive. No. Well, I mean, I did have a girlfriend in high school, but I think it was one of those things where everyone was doing it. So you just you popped on the chart. Yeah, but it wasn't a conscious decision to hide anything. I think even at that time, I wasn't even mature to understand or grasp what I liked. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, you know, being younger, being in high school, everyone just wants to be cool and they want to do what everyone's doing. And that was why that happened. Uh, but it was interesting. I wouldn't consider it a real relationship. <laughs> we only saw each other at school. It was yeah. one of those oh, things. Oh, it was like only a school relationship. Only at school. Yeah, my parents in high were school? very strict wow. in high school. Yeah, so I couldn't have friends over. I couldn't just go over to a friend's house. My parents Where did were you grow strict. up? So Nigeria, mainly Nigeria and Virginia, where I finished high school. So you started high school in Nigeria, though? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Is that like a common practice though in Nigeria to like grow up like that? To have strict parents? I guess. I would say so. But when I went to boarding school, I started to realize a lot of parents were very different. But I mean, most of the parents who I thought were different were parents that had been a little bit Americanized. Yeah. Or wanted some sort of like validation or um, uh, <laughs> what's the word? <laughs> I don't even know if I want to know the um, word. <laughs> <laughs> well, they wanted to be, they were living through their children, so they would let them mm. do anything. They want to be know? the cool mom. Exactly. Mm. Very that. But whatever floats your boat, I think those people ended up okay. <laughs> That's wild. As did I. Yeah. So what made your parents want to send you to boarding school or was it your decision? It wasn't my decision. Actually, it was a surprise. And I remember when they told me I was going, I felt unloved or I'd done something wrong Wow! Um, because I thought it would be a you know conversation where you decide together like hey this is something like we both want to do but it was very well we feel as though this will help you you'll be more focused and you know go to boarding school that's kind of cool though <laughs> yeah you might grow up faster so did you ever go to America prior to boarding school uh no but I'd been to school in Europe okay yeah. wow shit so they just really were like, we're going to send everywhere. you and like, <laughs> we're not coming, but you're going to go. But you're going and we'll visit you, you know, once a month. But it's not like they could visit me every time because the school had a policy as well. Um, but their whole thing was also their kids uh, being ambassadors of the world and they just wanted the best for us. Um, so they sent us everywhere. That's own. kind of really fucking cool. Oh, thanks. I mean, it I wasn't in the time, but. Okay. But think about it like this. How old are you? 25. Okay, so we're basically the same age. I got a year on you. But I don't know if when you were growing up you remember this, but in the US, we all watched the show called Zoe 101 and Absolutely. it was fucking lit. And I watched that and I was like, why can't there just be a school like this out there? Like I want to <laughs> go so bad. And you literally lived Zoe 101. Ish. Well, not in Nigeria. I think it was more strict, but going to school in France and Spain, I think it was a little more like that where we were in high school, but it felt like college where you could just do anything you want. There were 15 year olds smoking and, you know, mm, you were doing, that guy. I wasn't. Oh, I was, I was like, admiring. Yeah. And like, wow, there's a culture shock. I was really, really good. I was very fearful of my parents. So before I did anything, I thought about them before I made that action. But it was probably the first time you saw it all. So you oh, weren't 100%. really like, yeah, but, so you had to like get used to seeing it. Right. Yeah. But also other kids would be like. This is amazing. I'm in France, I'm in Spain, and I'm having the best time. But I was like crying every day. <laughs> I want to go home. Wait, that's so sad. <laughs> I know. But also, like, I think I was so young and I'd never been alone. Yeah. 
without my parents. Which so. is a perfect sign that like that's what you needed. They probably were like, yeah, this bitch is way too attached. Like yeah. we're gonna send you to a different country so you can't come home. I was a little spoiled. <laughs> a little spoiled, I won't lie. <laughs> so they currently live where now? So they live in Virginia. Okay. And but you know, my parents still travel back and forth between here and Nigeria. Wow. How often yeah. do you go back? I haven't been back since I left. Damn. Yeah. You miss it or you're just kind of like, now you're good? I do miss it. I would love to see what it's like now just as an adult and if my perspective would change mm -hmm. versus when I was growing up there. Uh, but when I do go back, I think part of the main reason why I want is because I want to go back with something to contribute. Okay. Because I feel like when you leave a situation and you go on to something else, there's a reason for that. You're supposed to learn something. You're supposed to build something. You're supposed to make the most of your opportunity. And you're supposed to take something tangible to, you know, wherever you need to take it to, to make it better. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Nigeria is one of those places for me because it's so dear to my heart. And uh, until I feel like I've accomplished, you know, something worthy of taking back and making a change in a tangible way, I feel like I still have work to do here. Bitch, you came out. You're stylish. <laughs> you haven't failed you. in New York yet. Aww, like you thanks. must be doing something right that you could take back and We're teach. We're doing them. okay. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I don't know. It's like I'd love to build a school. You know, I'd love to start a mentorship program, something like that. And I want to be able to do it with the right people involved. And I think that I still have more experience to. Um, yeah, you yes, got to find experience. those New York connects, baby. Not even New York, just other like Nigerians who maybe share the same values because then I think it's more meaningful. To have, because like, no the one local, understands better. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. What was it like? So you, when you were growing up there, what was it like kind of like understanding your sexuality? I think I it's very straightforward. I thought in my opinion, I never questioned it. <laughs> no, but like, were you like nervous that, oh, fuck, if I say this, my parents are going to be pissed? I think my people knew community. I knew. Wow. I was a late bloomer. And I remember this was around maybe sixth grade and people would come up to me and they'd ask, are you gay? And I didn't even know what gay was. Like, I could not define You were like, I you. don't know. What does it mean? Right. But I wouldn't even ask that. I just said yeah. no, because no. But also even at that time, I don't think I was developing any sort of feelings towards anybody. Any which way, yeah. Not women, not men. I was just, I was watching Power Rangers and I was like very happy yeah. just being creative and drawing and everything else I was doing that I wasn't focused on that. But being at this particular high school made me conscious of that. That's where I grew up really, really fast because the well, it was probably everyone nice. was like a fucking mess. Like probably even oh, straight awful. guys were like pretend bisexual at that point. I don't think so. It was like oh. everyone was very straight. Yeah, it was, it was a second rate gossip girl. That was what my school was. Well, I guess Virginia is kind of pretty Republican, if I think about oh, I'm it. I'm speaking about Nigeria, but this is like sixth grade. But yeah. high school uh, in Virginia was 10th grade, second semester too. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Oh, you went like halfway through. Went halfway through, but Virginia was much nicer. <laughs> well, I feel like in Virginia, they'd be very like... They just didn't care. <laughs> well, the kids probably didn't give a shit. They were probably like... Doing yeah, every drug everyone. under the sun, like they're like fuck it. Which even then I wasn't, I wasn't conscious of that. I didn't even realize that was going on. But also I was too sheltered. I think like my parents wouldn't let me go out or do anything. Like I had after school activities, and then I'd go back home. My mom would drive. What was your after was school very... activity? Let's hear this one. So I was, uh, I, I danced in high school. I was in the step team. I was also a cheerleader. I did theater. So all the gay flags, you hit them all. all. the gay flags, <laughs> like, there was all. There was, was not one you missed. No, <laughs> like, <laughs> all of that. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it was very performance-based. So okay. I was very busy with that. And I've just always been very ambitious. So I guess 
doing those things made me happy and occupied Do you still do that? Uh, no, not really. I Why? still go out dancing with friends and I enjoy it very much, but not in the same way. I feel like we need to see like a good IG performance after this, like if by the world YouTube, trade. You could probably find it. Oh, yeah. Like solo vids that you made or uh, like not solo vids, maybe dance recital type things that occurred. Like competitions, maybe not in my name, but if you search the school, maybe you'd find performances. Yeah, I'm sure. I haven't searched. <laughs> you're such a liar. They're I haven't searched. All I don't want saved to. And you're fucking. I have such up. an issue, even with you know doing Instagram and creating content, or just old work that I've done with articles. It's hard for me to read things back or watch things back or even look at things I did like three months ago. And hey, and then what sense? Great. Like you judge yourself when you look at. I guess just being like, oh, I'm so much better off now. Like, look at my hairline or something. I'm just like, oh, this is great. I think it's two things. It's. Like this was a very different time with different people, and in a way, I'm very nostalgic and sensitive mm. when it comes to that. So I don't like to go there. And then in other ways, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm glad that we grew up. That's so <laughs> interesting. Evolved. Yeah. So when you look at your Instagram, you look back on I don't times with people. So if I do go there when I have to, like if I'm pitching to a brand and they need analytics for something, and then I'm forced into like, oh wait, that did happen. Yeah. And I was with that person. Um, it's very much. Yeah, but I so from stalking your Instagram, your Instagram is obviously similar to mine in the sense that it's very like you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're not posting like your real, real friends that you're like going no. out dancing with on the weekend. You use it more as like a portfolio. I feel like a portfolio, an artistic. Well, I started off with my blog, ijocaffer.com, and when I discovered Instagram, I figured that it was a way to use it to promote what I was writing about. Mm -hmm. um, and I started off as a writer. So that for me was just strictly what I was using social media for to promote my work. And I think that if I wasn't you know, promoting anything or trying to bring people into my world, into my head, then I wouldn't have social media because I wouldn't say that I use it as a personal tool. But if you think about it, like obviously I'm judging it based on just like our circle in New York. Mm -hmm. But I feel like your Instagram is very different than like all the other basic people that are here. You know oh, what I'm thanks. saying? Yes. Like you offer like a very different spin and like even like the warm filters you put, like it's like a good vibe. Oh, thank you. Know? you. Yes. Like I think people notice that. Maybe I just I'm use glad it just as much way. as you do. <laughs> so like I notice these things, but yeah. yeah, it's like an aesthetic. Thank you. Thank you. What do you think of my Instagram? I think that your Instagram is, I think your Instagram is, the kind of Instagram that I aspired to have. Oh, that's so yeah, nice. I think it's very unfiltered and I think that it's very real. Um, I enjoy people who can just share their perspectives and be 100% themselves, you know? And I'm not taking I'm not myself. It's just, I am just... You're a professional like version. 80%, yes. Yeah. Like 80% and there's more that I don't show, but I think that you just, you know, it is, you are you and you're very happy with that and you're very proud of that and you show that and you see what that authenticity there is. Um, and that's why I love your Instagram. Well, you're so cute. That's well, I feel like the difference is, is like, for me, I went through a time where like I wasn't that person. Yeah. So I feel like growing up upstate New York and just kind of like not having somebody that you related to or looked like or felt like, oh, this is me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just like kept me so closeted. And then it's like once I came out, it was like fireworks in your fucking face tell you me know about I mean? your coming out story did you have one i mean like technically speaking i guess <laughs> um long story short on my 21st birthday i went home with a guy 
and it was like so far from left field because I was like hooking up with girls. Like you, like brought him back to my house with your parents. No, I was in college. Okay, so had a house in college. Went out, met this freshman when I was a senior, brought him home, and don't know what happened. Just woke up naked in my bed with him, and like my roommates (laughs) were like, "What." the fuck just happened like is jeff gay is he like coming out and i had like such a panic attack i was like fuck this i'm like i'm driving home so i drove home to syracuse had this whole mental breakdown and it was just like a whole thing and then i ended up dating him for a little bit aka like three years and so before him you didn't know that you were gay i mean okay so let's start with this i was like sucking d since i was like eight you know like we were just doing the damn thing so we'll say that but at the time like you said i didn't know that it was like gay so i was doing things but i didn't equate it to sexuality it's just like i had sleepovers with my neighbors and i was like this is what i want to do who gives a fuck you know interesting and so then i think it was probably like once i was in fifth grade and you started hearing things being like oh, this is gay, this is straight, this is what people do. Right. I was like, oh, shit, like, am I the only one that did this before and is into this? I was like, I'm never telling anyone that, like, I blew all my neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> Not all your neighbors. <laughs> yeah. In the midst of manhunt. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How were you, or how were they open to you doing that? Or Who? did you have to, your neighbors? Well, I, like... Dude, I like, you know, when you just look back on your life and you're like, what the fuck did I even say to like make this happen? Like, I literally remember like telling people like, you know, if you know the game Manhunt, no, you pretty much like tag someone. They have to go to jail. Like once you find them in the neighborhood and then you could tag them out of jail and then they're set free again. So I would literally like say like, oh, I'll set you free if I give you a blowjob. Like I was like very like, okay. That is, I feel like I've had a similar experience where it was like being younger, acting in the name of acting, and sometimes there's a kissing scene and there are mm. no girls around to play the girls. So you I just think went it was for very it. that. Yeah. Yeah. But it was very light, just kissing. But you don't think about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like oh, I was just like, just oh, do you want to do this? They're like, yeah, like I'll try it. Like no one thinks like, oh, yeah. this is gay, this is bad. It was just like, but then at the same time, it's confusing because if I, I obviously must have thought it was bad because why was I so hesitant to ever like tell anybody? Which granted, like thank God I didn't. But like you they're obviously hesitant to tell people. Well, yeah, until I was twenty one. I never told anyone. Oh, so since you were twenty one. Yeah, you were doing it when you were younger. So when you yeah. were younger, were you hesitant to tell people? Well, I told no one. So clearly, there must have been something in my brain that was like, "Don't repeat this because that's bad." Maybe no one ever asked. Mm, I mean, in seventh grade, people definitely were like are you gay? And I was like, no, like, like trying to be such a bro, even though I had like blonde highlights and shit. Yeah. And like, it didn't work. So people (laughs) caught on, but I, I convinced them so hard. Yeah. But now we're like doing the damn thing. We are 100% (laughs) in New York and we are not going back to women ever. That, well, I don't know that personally. You never even went there once. It's okay. So I've had experiences Mm. right in high school and i didn't exactly hate it i just always thought well this is what i like this part is maybe like 80 percent, and this part is so tiny i barely think about it and i choose to identify as one thing um that's just because i like labels i like to be straightforward with my definitions but i can never say that i'm not capable of falling in love with a woman and getting married and having kids with a woman that's kind of cute it's weird i don't know 
Like I think, I think it's it. mostly because you've never really done it, done it, you like know? been with one. Yeah. yeah. fully. But also, for me, I feel like since I have been with both, I, like, I know my end game is with a guy. Yeah. So I think that, like, in the event that I do hook up with a girl or have a threesome or, like, whatever it might be that I end up being with a girl again, mm-hmm. I know that, like, that's just, like, a thing. But my end game's with a guy. So I wouldn't even still say I'm bisexual because, like, that's weird, you know? Like, that's I don't... where it gets interesting because yeah. then what if the exception is just for one person? Because I hear a lot of stories, even with straight guys, who are like, I could swear to you, I've been straight my entire life and I just met this one person that I wanted to talk to every day, I felt was my best friend, and I wanted to be with them in that way. And I don't see any other guys in that way, I just see them. So that is interesting. As so well. it's almost like someone that's straight, but just like, just felt like feelings for someone and just wanted to do the day. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I, so I've weird. obviously experienced it tenfold, but like, I'm so sad. It's you. definitely it's so like sad. weird, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because you try to understand. I feel like like being gay, you have to be so open minded and like understanding of everyone since like you want people to welcome you and understand you. Right. You know, but obviously at the same you time, you're like, that. what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. No, it's the same, but that's why I won't cancel out or rule out anything because anything could happen. People are into a lot of weird stuff, you know? So, girls, if you see IG on Tinder, he's <laughs> feeling it. I will never be on Tinder. <laughs> oh, so Tinder's a no, but Grinder's okay. Yes, because I think that when I go on, I know what I'm there for, and it's very straightforward, and I, I mean, it's not long-term for me, and I can mm. get rid of it, whereas Tinder, I think that I'd be look, I'd be really putting myself out there, you know? And I'd be looking for something very specific outside of what I look for in grinder so so you're more into the quickies than long term well no i just do not feel like i am capable of finding someone i will take seriously online just i actually of kind of feel that hard off of yeah. yeah because yeah yeah because i feel like when you see someone's pictures you always think like i mean this sounds really bad but it's always like what can you get from this person you know what i'm saying like when i'm on a dating app and like i see somebody works at jp morgan I'm probably going to swipe right if they're a six. But then if I see somebody who works at Shake Shack and they're a six, I would swipe the opposite. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I would be more lenient because it like tells you almost too much that it's like you're being attracted to people for the wrong reasons. 100%. It's very superficial on the surface, which my experience with dating apps, I've had Bumble. That was great to use just wasn't goes back to the whole thing with if i wasn't working i probably wouldn't have social media i'm just not on it i don't use it that i don't take it very seriously i mean i can always count on you for a like and a comment so you're clearly uh, on it bitch. Uh, you're clearly thanks. on it <laughs> i mean no i'm on it because i work you know yeah but we're using it as a personal mm. um i guess property um i just don't it's not instinctive for me to just get on bumble i'm like oh, i'm gonna swipe and i'm gonna take someone on a date you know it's just Oh, well, this is here. I'm going to do it right here because I got it. Then I'm over it the yeah. next day. I just don't have time. So have you ever been on a dating app? And you know how like people put in their preferences and like they try to like showcase like, oh, like no Asians or like no black people or like no, like they literally say all <laughs> They're this. that. Like have you ever come across that? That's great. <laughs> Not the black people. But really? obviously I think that, you know. But also the same goes for black people with like white people or Asian people. It's everyone has their preference. And I think for me, it's been hard to sort of dissect because I've had the conversation before with a straight friend of mine. And he thinks that, you know, if you're a white guy and you're not into black guys, it's racism where I think 
some of the time it's just not that you're just not into it like everyone yeah. has a preference you know and i think sometimes honestly that's just what it is but i mean even for do you take offense to it though i think i used to but when i was younger you know mm -hmm. um i used to because i wasn't applying it to myself because obviously like I reject people too, you know, of course, for my yeah. own selfish needs. And I just put myself in that perspective and then my opinion on that changed. Do you have mental preferences that you like don't throw out to the universe though? Mental preferences? How so? Like, do you think that like you gravitate towards a certain type of guy? Like maybe you just like love Irish men <laughs> with blue eyes. Like maybe that's just like your thing. No. Or maybe you're like into Spanish men. Like, I don't know. Like, do you think you have like a very certain type and preference about a guy you're going to be with? All I know is that they are brunette because I just prefer dark hair. Mm -hmm. um, and they live a well-balanced lifestyle. I feel and like obviously that. decent looking. Always. Smile. You have to be yeah. like physically attracted to someone or like totally. what is your relationship but right. no i feel that yeah but physically it's just brunette nice smile that's it physically and then <laughs> personality yeah i don't think i'm that picky with looks my friends look at some of my pics so who are people i think are attractive and they're like what are you thinking like you because get like it weird spin-offs but it, yeah it's like you can go from like super handsome muscle man which i probably would never date mm -hmm. to like Mr. Big with the dad bod. You know what I mean? Oh, like, we're into dad bods, maybe. I don't mind it. It doesn't bother me. I'm not really into, I don't care. Yeah. Just as long as you're healthy. <laughs> I you're feel that. your best to be your best self. It's and you could look whatever. down and see your dick, maybe? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that would be yeah. nice. That that's, would be nice. That's always good. <laughs> I haven't thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> Never came across that yet. Right. What about you? Um, I feel like for me, so I've never like hooked up with a blonde person. I I feel like I've done a very diverse array of men, you know? But I feel like my end game for some reason is gonna be with a guy who lives in Mykonos or Tel Aviv and we just like are gonna connect and relate. I'm gonna give him a green card. Aww. And it's just gonna be like we're gonna be very cultured. Beautiful. Even though like I only eat chicken nuggets and french fries. <laughs> <laughs> Which is I'm trying to cut out chicken for my diet, but I Why love would you love. ever? Um, because my skin reacts to it like horribly. But also I have this, if I like something, I just keep doing it and keep doing it. So chicken, if I like you're a repetitive eater, I'm repetitive everything though. It's just, if I like something, I want to continue until I've had enough and eating is part of that for me. just work is part of that for me. Attraction to people is part of that for me. Um, I do everything until I exhaust it and I do it very quickly. Um, so yeah, so that's so this might, might be why you're single because you get Perhaps. attracted to a guy and then you fucking run him dry and then he's like, okay, I need a break from you. This is too much. You're it's, too into me. I feel like I've been that way with everything <laughs> except relationships. Is that oh. weird? I mean, I want to say it's weird. No. Yeah. I feel like that means you're, I from what I've learned, and obviously maybe it's because we're in a city, but I think. People either come here because they want to get wifed up and married and this is like, I'm going to go find myself in New York or people who come here are so career driven that they fall off the wayside of like even finding someone because they're so like tunnel visioned into like in two years, I'm going to be district, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like people get so lost in That's that. That's fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. So I, maybe you're tunnel visioned. 
I think that in my relationships, the main issue has been usually me not being able to give them as much attention as they want or need. And I think I'm in relationships, I try to be a very understanding and patient person. It's just that when it starts to interfere with, you know, um, attacking my career and what I'm doing and how I spend too much time on it, it's like if anything competes with that, it's usually I'm already losing attraction, cutting you off. But that's what it's been with the old relationships. I don't yeah. know who I am now in that circumstance as a 25-year-old who so is much optimistic sure. about yeah. a lot of things. Has been through so many life things. I think so. I mean, to move from a different country here alone is like a huge... I didn't have a choice. Life. Yeah, that's like a huge thing in and of itself. Like, I can't say I did that shit, you know? Yeah. So, so you're clearly like very well-traveled. So have you ever, <laughs> I'm like, shut up. I'm like, sure. I'm like, you've literally been to like every continent except Antarctica. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I could visit a couple more places. So have you ever felt like discriminated against because of your sexuality or your race or been in an unwelcoming city or area? No. Really? Yes. That's amazing, obviously, but that's crazy. Yes. And it's so interesting because when I, have that conversation as well it's a lot of people say oh you're just blind or you don't see it you live in your own bubble and maybe i do but you know with physical interaction and mm -hmm. what i've been able to see clearly i have not had that experience do you think it's good not to be able to see it or do you think it's better to see it and try to like change it or be aware of it you know what i'm saying i think that if you see it you have an obligation to do your best to change things. Yeah. And if you don't see it, I also think that's valid and you should live in your truth. Yeah, no, I get that. And I think that people should accept that, you know, without having to like come down on people for, I guess, being naive or oblivious when sometimes that's just not the case. It's just personal experience. Maybe it will happen, but for right now, I have not, you know, been through it. But also I do have an advantage growing up in Nigeria, being around people who were like me, you know, having parents who always made me believe that, I mean, I was the best thing in the world. And also, I think most of most of the time it comes down to just genuine interaction with people. And thankfully, yeah. with my interactions, I've been able to love and enjoy everyone that I've been with. I've done my best to be as kind as possible. And I think mm -hmm. that that is what I get back. I will say, like, every time I see you out, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I don't want to say it, but, like, you're literally, like, a crutch for me sometimes. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when I'm like, oh, my God, thank God. At least IG was invited to this <laughs> uh, shit. Thank you. Because, you know, when you get invited to these things and then you're like, oh, can I have a plus one? And they say And then 75% no. of the time they're like, yes, but there's times they're like, no. no. Like, this is a small, like, we picked. I was like, fuck me. And then well, I'm, like, texting my friends job, and they're like. Nope, I wasn't invited. Nope, I wasn't invited. I'm like, who the fuck is being I tell invited? mine to show up anyway. <laughs> That's really smart. I'm like, what's the worst that could happen? They wasted an hour of their time showing up and getting dressed to come get denied at the door in public. That never, they would get it if I was there. Oh, yeah, it's like that. Absolutely. Well, I could get anyone into the World Trade Center now. <laughs> so if you really want to come visit. Maybe not this place. Maybe not this one. But yeah, I have I have connects here. Jeff is capable of a lot of things. Yeah. So if you like want to come here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I want to go back to the conversation about, you know, grinder and, you know, racism and people's preferences. Yes. What are your thoughts on that? And have you ever had any experiences dealing in that perspective? So, OK, so for me in that perspective, 
Um, let's think. So there's never been a time that I felt, I guess you could say, like, someone was being racist towards me. But there's obviously been times I've been on the profiles and, like, I literally word for word read something that says, like, I want to fuck. And it's, like, the N-word. And, like, they go off in a paragraph. And I'm, like, how does somebody, like, post this? And then there's other people that are, like, no Asians, no this, no that. Sorry, that's just what I'm into. And I'm, like, okay. But for me, I feel like if somebody's going to put that out there, like, personally for me, I would never want to message that person. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if I do fit their preference, the fact that they put that out there is, like, obviously a very huge turnoff for me. 100%. So I feel like I've experienced seeing all that kind of stuff but i've never experienced it like personally towards me gotcha but i feel like i'm pretty cultured in the hookup realm i love cultured for you so like if we had to talk about our last hookups (laughs) visually and culturally what was your last hookup it's like asian cute little age yeah uh not even little it's like did he tower over you yeah Wow, because you're tall. Oh, thanks. <laughs> like you're like what six one? Five eleven. Five eleven. Okay, yeah. well I'm like five seven, maybe eight. Still good looking. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. So long hair, surfer. Oh my god, this is like totally brody. opposite of you. That's kind of cool. I know. I would have never pegged that, but I will say. <laughs> Throughout my experiences with people, which is very, well, this is what it is. And, you know, everyone's moving on. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I'd considered actually continuing a conversation. Oh, like this was happened. not a one and done. Well, it was. Well, this was last weekend. Actually, no, maybe two weekends ago. Um, and But I didn't continue the conversation. But I considered, I would. So maybe you should just text them and make a move. too. Why? Um, I didn't have time, honestly. Like, I know myself. Okay, you have time. <laughs> like, there's always time. You're laying in bed at 9 p.m. watching Netflix, and, like, someone can Netflix. come over and cuddle. I have a subscription, but I never I never get to it. Who are you? I literally I crush probably at least three hours a day. I want to get into that where I have more, I guess, you leisure time. time. Yeah, but I really don't. I Every day of my life is very scheduled. And I wake up very early. I wake up at maybe 4.30. 4.30? Yeah. It used to be 5.30 and now 4.30 because I don't have enough time in the day. Okay. So let's just like walk me through your day. Why the fuck do you get up at 4.30? <laughs> wake up at 4.30 so I can answer emails and start conversations with people before I now get through the day after 9 o'clock and I'm talking to 50 people at one time just mm-hmm. for anxiety purposes and then having to schedule meetings with people. Um, but also I do a lot of things. So I do Instagram. I partner with brands on ads. And most of the time I'm doing my own pitches. Mm-hmm. I also run a publication called Bond Official. So managing content, being creative director. Uh, and then I also consult for a variety of brands. So I have two emails and I maybe receive about 150 emails per day. And it's not just, hey, like do this. They're ongoing conversations. Not only am I doing that. I have people from Instagram writing me because they need advice for things and all of that. And as someone who's just very um, focused on getting the job done, I just like oh, to have time. Oh, my God. It's so weird. And I think that I wake up early because I think that I will get through it, but I've never had a list of things to do and finished it in a day. So, like, 
what do you have to do after this tonight? After this, I'm going to grab dinner with a friend. I have to um, go to the GQ fila event mm. thing or drop by, but I'm not going because I have not finished my email requirement for today. And I want to do that before I travel tomorrow and I'm gone for the weekend in Bermuda where I am She's going to get that cute glow. Not even because I have to do work for the hotel I'm staying with. So I have to write an article. I have to get a photographer there to photograph the entire space. I have to Photograph you, right? Well, no, I don't have to be in it. Just the establishment. You're not going to like post it on your Instagram? But this I is guess for... I will for myself. Yeah. Like, um, but we're focused on getting the establishment uh, written about. So doing that, doing some interviews with people out there, and then also like thinking about the next thing, which I'm going to Las Vegas for Liberty Fairs, the trade shows, where I have to create content stuff. So it's like a lot. Um, and there's not enough time. And I have two people working with me. And still, it's like, you know what I mean? That's like... Very, very next level. <laughs> you like make me feel like I'm a lazy ass <laughs> oh, bitch. Oh no! Oh my god! Yeah. I'm like over here, like <laughs> I had to go to all these places today, and I'm so stressed out, and I had to like park a car, and that was a lot. And then you're like, I've been up since four thirty. I'm like, oh, okay, great. It's, okay. it's you know, I feel like I would like to take a second. I think I take on a lot, but also I'm very enthusiastic about everything, and then. It's like, oh my gosh, it becomes too much. And I had my uh, a mental breakdown maybe a month ago where it was like, oh my God, should I move away? Like I'm just, and it's not New like- New York's a lot. Yeah, and I'm not unhappy. I just was feeling really tired and I was feeling like I'm 25 years old and I don't feel 25, I feel like. Yeah. Like in my late 30s or something. I mean, like, what you're doing is do. very next level. Oh, thank you. Like I feel like for me, when I am like- having my downtime watching Netflix, that's when like all my creative juices come to me. So like, it's like when I'm on go, go, go mode, I'm like zero creative. My brain doesn't function. I feel fried. I get like slightly bitchy and it just like doesn't come off properly. Yeah, but when yeah. I can like be in my Zen and just like be normal, I feel like everything kind of comes to me and I get creative. I write my to-do list and then I just wake up in the morning and like, I'll start crushing shit out at like 8 a.m. And then I'm always done at like two o'clock. Like after two o'clock, it's like, don't ask me to do anything. So I just feel like it's like rude. It's pretty much homophobic to ask me to do something after two o'clock. If it doesn't involve drinking, an event, or seeing my friends, I'm probably not showing up. But I like that though. It's like you're very strict with yeah. your schedule. And also Fridays is a no for me. I tried to make that happen for myself. And maybe I got through one week of uh, having Friday off. And I just didn't know what to do. So I just ended up. If you ever don't YouTube. know what to do, just hit me up. Like call and Jeff. we could have like a great time. Yeah, I think we we converse. Yeah, um, in a very very close and relatable way. So I don't. I would love that because I'm very relatable. I'm You're not very like relatable. business. Well, okay, I am business, but like, I think I'm business from literally eight to two, and like I equally, I definitely don't crush like 150 emails, mm -hmm. but I try to do like. I pitch five brands a day. It's like my goal personally. Yeah. And then like I just kind of manage and like figure out, okay, who am I posting on social media this week on this page, The Traveling Bum? What am I doing on like this kind of stuff? Like how am I making money this week? You know what I mean? Like that's kind of where I fall into place. And then I'm usually done by two. Yeah. So I just think that's kind of like what's helped me is like when you look at a day and it's like, oh, I have 12 hours to get things done. I always find that like I'm sitting on my phone for 30 minutes, then I'll work on this for 45 minutes, and then my brain gets sidetracked again. So I feel like if once I put my phone down, I just crush it. Mm -hmm. It's like you're so much better off. Interesting. 
But clearly our brains work differently. No, and... I want to, I feel like, you know, that could even be an article strand of just how people work. But also, I guess. Um, so every... you're already working right now, thinking of shit. Oh, I'm always <laughs> thinking. I think that's my issue, too. I'm always thinking literally with almost every conversation I have. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. interesting. That would make such a good article. Well, if you ever want to do an article that. on calling it bum, <laughs> I, like I would that. love Actually, to do an article on, I would love to discuss that different bums and like people I've met. Because I've done like bums in China that yeah. was like a nightmare because everyone there <laughs> thought I was like a crackhead. <laughs> and I've done bum, bums and like Barcelona where I was like, wow, I am so normal and everyone else here is literally on meth. <laughs> like it was so different yeah. and it's so cool. Yeah, of course. But also, I'd love to, you know, learn about the reason why you do bums. Well, that's for a later day because okay. today's about you, baby. <laughs> I am we'll, not in we'll the do hot it on the seat right now. Bond official. Yeah. Yes. And it'll be like a very hot editorial shoot, like maybe in underwear. I'm into it. Because like I want to be seen on like what you're wearing right now. It's not my vision. With this? Yeah, you're very clothed. <laughs> I would be in this shoot. Granted, like I have to get myself there. I'm wearing a shirt that says "Deeper" on it right now. So. <laughs> I need one of those. I'll take it, please. <laughs> Thank you very much. Where'd you get it? Um, it's actually funny. I feel like my mom got it for me, but I don't <laughs> think she knew the meaning behind it. She was like, I thought it was very like mask athletic looking for you. I'm like, mom, it deeper? says fucking deeper, deeper on it. She's like, what is that? And she's like, oh, I was oh, like, yeah. yeah. I was like, thank you. Um, <laughs> I love that though. It looks very colorful. and Yeah. Like it's cute, but also it's deep says a word like you can't wear this to meetings probably <laughs> or i would just for comical effect it, it definitely would be a conversation starter yeah yeah so like for anyone listening don't get any ideas because i don't think i've ever said the word deeper that is not for me <laughs> i don't think i have either like or heard it really yeah well that's why because you have a way <laughs> larger um I don't think so. I don't think. I think that if it feels good, it feels good. Yeah. Like, where are you going to? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's. See. I. Th I think it's more about rhythm than size. Yeah. Or just overall body high. So wait, really fast. We have to like end on this note because we're already so far oh, so gone. How long? Have, oh, forty-two minutes. I know it goes by so by. fast. Oh I know. God. Did you get everything? Definitely not. Me? I didn't even look at the sheet really. But oh my like, gosh. it's fine. Another episode. <laughs> <laughs> I told you this goes by so fast. Oh my gosh. But um, that we have a mutual friend who literally always tries to make me see his massive D. Oh, I, was, I think I was literally him today. He's so so he claims it's like 10 inches. He's not lying. Have you taken it? No. Have Has he taken yours? No. Do you want that to happen? It will never happen. Okay. Yes. Too too much. Not even just, <laughs> just for friendship, it's enough? I think, yes. I think that's why. Just, I think that if that ever happened, that it would ruin the dynamic of like he's friendship. cool as fuck. He's the best. Like, so funny. Love him. He did I a butt picture for name. me. Yeah. And I was like, what like he showed me it through his pants one time when we were wasted at brunch mm -hmm. and i was like how do you like bend your knee <laughs> like you know what i mean like you can't just Play like basketball very pop a random chub walking down the street yeah you know because it's obvious yeah like i was actually in the sauce section the other day and mm -hmm. i popped like a 75 percent boner and i was like why am i getting a boner like i felt like i was in high school again yeah like who gets a boner in the sauce that section? never happened to me in high school either 
Isn't that weird? That's maybe you are into girls. I don't know. So <laughs> then I would be getting the boner like you know more than ever. Yeah. Right. But yeah, so weird. So guys, we're gonna end on this note. We'll Tell us the weirdest place you've ever had a boner. People can comment in on public. The... No, they'll just DM us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's and also, cool. if you want to follow me, you could follow me at at the traveling bum with no G. And if You're you want best. to follow IG, where can they find you? I G E E O K A F O R on Instagram. And I'll tag him in my story and you could see his beautiful face. Oh, thanks. And maybe he'll do a butt picture for me <laughs> and I'll force him. We'll see. I can just send you one. What if I want to take it in person? I don't know. I feel like that's really personal. Oh, okay. Or we just have to make it really. <laughs> I'm just really specific. <sighs> Well, you would come up with the setting. Yeah. So if like we picked a rooftop and you're like, we're going to do on this rooftop. It's my friend's apartment, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it has to be a rooftop. No, it could be in the middle of the street. But like, can this be there might be other people who no bitch. It's outside traveling scenic. This is not this is not personal hole pics that we send (laughs) out on Grindr the one day a month that you fucking download it. Okay, (laughs) so (laughs) new idea. (laughs) Okay, cool. Okay, we need to get the fuck out of here. We're not. I love you. I love you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Um. Bye, guys. Bye. Wait, that was so funny. (laughs) This is really entertaining.